Welcome to the Defending Freedom Podcast. My name is Kenya Alou. I'm a mother, wife, and freedom-loving American. If you believe America is worth fighting for, you've arrived at the right place. I believe America's best years are ahead of us, and that's why this podcast was built for you. We're going to cover something very important today, something that can save your life, your friend's life, your family's lives. I hope that you share this one far and wide because I'm still in disbelief that so many people don't know what I'm about to tell you. But we're going to talk about COVID. We're going to talk about the treatments that are available. We're going to talk a little bit about what's happened in our nation over the last 18 months. You know, when COVID started back in February, my daughter got married in February of 2020. It was actually February 22nd of 2020. We had a huge wedding in Arizona. It was beautiful and fun. And when we came home, she was on her, she went on her honeymoon to Mexico and we came back home to Fort Worth. By the time she got back from Mexico a week later, the country was shut down. Two weeks to slow the spread turned into 18 months plus, and we're still going with all of these crazy mandates and vaccine passports that are being required, oh my goodness, in New York and California, and where you have to have a vaccine passport to dine inside or to go inside stores. This is absolute insanity because we know that just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can't get COVID because there are many people who've been vaccinated who have gotten COVID. I want to go back to when the shutdown first happened. I did not live the COVID lifestyle. And what I mean by that is I didn't mask my kids up. I didn't mask myself up. My husband didn't mask up. We never stopped seeing friends. We never quit going to stores. I never placed an online order at the grocery store for pickup. I never did those pickup things. I'm like, I'm going to live as normal as possible And I purposely only went to places that wouldn't hassle me if I walked in with my children without masks. And we did it a lot. I did get chased around Costco one time, but that's a whole other long story. One week, there were a few days within a week that I was watching the news and they were talking about the crystallizing of the lungs. And it really kind of freaked me out. So I, I was going to bed one night and I went to bed and was thinking and my mind just started going and visualizing crystallizing the lungs and I started to really get nervous and a panic kind of thing and I will tell you that I can understand people who consume that type of media all the time why they are terrified and masking up their two-year-olds and doing virtual school and isolating them from loved ones. There are literally people right now who won't celebrate Thanksgiving still in 2021 won't celebrate Thanksgiving with their family members who have refused to get the vaccine. The insanity has to stop. Back to when I was kind of terrified because I had watched that news segment about the crystallizing of the lungs, I ended up really stopping myself because I, I, I started to think logically and critically. And I was like, why do I think like this? I didn't think like this a week ago. Oh, I watched that news segment. Oh, okay. So the spirit of fear is starting to like work in me and control me. And I'm not going to allow that to happen. I literally prayed against that spirit and decided to continue moving on with my life forward, free and boldly 
because if a virus is going to take me out, then it's my time to go. If a virus with a 98% recovery rate is going to take me out, then it's my time to go as a healthy 47-year-old woman. Now, I'm not saying, you know, my dad has some health issues and I'm not saying he should be living the way I'm living. Although he does because my dad's bold like me. That's where I get it. He has been perfectly fine. He goes everywhere and he hates the darn mask. Life's too short. Life is way too short to not be with your loved ones over a virus with a 98% recovery rate or and not see smiling faces with a mask on your face that doesn't work. Now, I understand if it gives you a sense of security, go ahead and wear a mask. But don't force anyone else to and don't virtue signal and don't make people who don't wear the mask think that they're bad people because they're not. You do you, I'll do me. And if you are that fragile that you are afraid that my unmasked face is going to give you a virus that might kill you, then you need to make better choices for your life and maybe not be around me or, you know, you got to do you can't force it on other people absolutely you cannot take people's freedoms away so that you feel more comfortable personal responsibility is important i'm gonna get to the life-saving part i promise this is not there yet so for a long time now we've been social distancing and you know where i live it's gone back pretty much to normal but there's still a lot of stores they still all have the signs that say if you're fully vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask well whatever you know nobody knows if i'm vaccinated or not i know that in some places sadly like california they're forcing these vaccine cards and also when i see what they're doing with the employees especially the healthcare workers forcing them to get vaccines it is sickening this is the america we live in now it really feels more like a communist society than it does a republic Here in 2021, we have cruise lines that are separating the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. And the unvaccinated have to wear masks and be in a separate part of the the cruise ship, like second-class citizens. The airlines, I flew just a few weeks ago, and on Southwest Airlines, they just hammered in that you had to keep that mask on. Keep that mask on. If we see it below your nose, we're going to call the air marshal. You're going to get kicked off the flight. Don't bring your mask down to order a drink. I want to see numbers. One for a Coke, two for a Sprite, and so on and so forth. And just Nazis. It's ridiculous. Common sense has to come back. Critical thinking needs to come back. I used to fly and it felt like this fun thing. First it was September 11th and then the airlines got all crazy and you know you have to take your shoes off and walk through that horrible machine and they're patting down my hair all the time because I have curly hair and they're constantly putting their hands in it. It's just so frustrating. So that was one transition at the airport for travel and now it's this whole other level but it used to feel even after 9-11 like it was a happy experience the flight attendants had fun with you it was pleasurable and now it's just a means to an end it's just a means to get where you need to go and you just tolerate it and there's no customer service it is awful I prefer to drive if I can just drive somewhere I'm gonna drive because that's much more enjoyable at least I can breathe so if you remember back when COVID first came out President Trump mentioned a drug called hydroxychloroquine 
immediately he got attacked by the media because it wasn't approved for that use, even though it had been used for many, many years, very successfully for other things without side effects. It's currently used for things like Lyme disease. I think it was used for uh, malaria prevention when you would travel to areas of high risk. But man, the media immediately shut that down. Doctors wouldn't prescribe it. Even if they would prescribe it, pharmacists wouldn't fill it. It's insanity. For a drug that has little to no side effect for most people, as long as you don't have certain underlying conditions, why not? Oh, because President Trump mentioned the drug hydroxychloroquine and it immediately became politicized. This whole virus has become politicized and we have big problems because of it. They told us just... There's nothing we can do. You just got to go home, wait it out. If you get worse, come back. So that was the theme and that was what was all over the news. And so people were not getting early treatment, which early treatment is the key to COVID. Granted, there are many, many people who get through COVID without any treatment at all. But if you can up your chances of not having complications, why wouldn't you pursue that treatment? Many people were trying to pursue the treatment, but they couldn't find anybody to give it to them because the doctors were under the control of the elites and the pharmacists were under the control of the elites and money talks and all those things. And so you have people getting COVID, waiting it out at home until they're so bad that they end up having to go to the hospital where they intubate them, give them sedatives, and then administer remdesivir, which causes renal and liver failure. You wouldn't catch me in a hospital. I don't trust what's going on there. I will do everything I can to stay out of the hospital. And if you are one that feels like you need to go to the hospital, you better call ahead and do your research and make sure that they're administering ivermectin. Why are they trying to kill us off? This vaccine has so many side effects. I have a neighbor who I personally know who had two strokes after she got the vaccine and an allergic reaction, which put her in a wheelchair for three weeks. This is a horrible crime against humanity. And now they're pushing it onto our children. They're literally signing five-year-olds up for an experimental vaccine, which isn't even really a vaccine. But they're signing up children, parents are signing up children because they're listening to the media, the talking heads, the messengers of the elite. They're giving this thing that might cause infertility in their kids, inflammation of the heart, and who knows what else because, again, it's experimental. We don't have long-term studies on this thing. We've never had an mRNA vaccine before, and they're experimenting with our kids. They're they approved it for kids, but it's not FDA approved. Not that we trust the FDA, but that's a whole other story. Dr. Carson has said that there are issues with the vaccine and you should not give it to children, that we don't have enough studies on it. And why would you give it to your children when children have virtually no risk? His exact quote is, this is really a giant experiment. Do we want to put our children at risk when we know that the risk of the disease to them is relatively small, but we don't know what the future vaccine risks are? Why would we do a thing like that? That's what Dr. Ben Carson said about giving this vaccine to our children. There are doctors in the field who have been treating patients, physically treating patients, not like Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci. 
They're physically treating patients and they've been speaking out against the way that the media and the government has been handling this virus. Why isn't the media covering all the people who have recovered because they've been given COVID protocols and they've successfully, even with comorbidities, they have recovered and are thriving? Why isn't the media covering that? Why isn't the media interviewing doctors all over the United States who are treating patients successfully to give the communities hope? These are the questions that I have. Please don't wait until you get COVID to get the treatments you need. You should have them stocked in your house. You should already be on good vitamins that are helping your immune system so that when you do get it, because everybody's going to get it, and when you do get it, so that you can fight it off faster and have an easier time of it. Dr. Yvette Lozano, Dr. Proctor, Dr. Lang, Dr. Stella Emanuel with the Frontline Doctors, Dr. Zelenko, Dr. McCullough. These are doctors, and there's many, many more, who have been treating COVID successfully with no vaccine, no hospitalization, none of that. I was at a pharmacy in El Paso because I had to get a compounded medication and the pharmacist had on his door, it said, we have successfully treated COVID-19 with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, ask inside. And I walked in and I talked to the pharmacist and I said, are you referring people to doctors who are willing to treat? And he goes, yes, I am. And he said, this whole thing's a scam. They're making money off of every COVID patient in the hospital. They're making money off the vaccines. It's so corrupt and it's a population control means. If it's causing infertility and it's killing people through strokes or heart disease, this is a big problem. And again, they're intubating people and giving them medications that literally shut down their organs when they get to the hospital, despite families trying to advocate for their patients to get ivermectin. There are lawsuits going on right now where patients are in the hospital and the family wants them to give ivermectin and then the hospital says, no, not giving it. It's against the protocol and they're in a lawsuit. It's insane. The drugs that help and the ones you should have in your house. Here, now we're getting to the life-saving information. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, pulmacort. Those require prescriptions. And then there's zinc, vitamin C, selenium, vitamin D, and NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine, and elderberry. These are things you should just already have in your house, including the prescription drugs. And you can get those prescription drugs from www.pushhealth.com, P-U-S-H-H-E-A-L-T-H.com and www.frontlinemds.com. Go there right now. There's an option. Are you sick or are you well? You can click the well option. That prioritizes the sick people over the well people so that the sick people can get treated first and then they will get to yours. There is no reason why people's livelihoods should have been taken from them when they forced businesses to shut down, when they forced churches to shut down, where churches were a lot of people's support system and that's what they needed open during times of crisis. There's no reason why schools were closed and kids weren't allowed to hang out with their friends or learn. They're way behind in education now, all over the country. There's no reason why people are getting fired for not taking an experimental vaccine. This is disgusting overreach. 
the mandates and the lockdowns have no business in this country. And the fear that has gripped people as they walk around with masks on their two-year-olds and masks on themselves and you would walk up to people and don't know if you should shake their hand or not or whatever. It's insane. It's funny because I used to be a really big germ freak. I worked in labor and delivery for a long time and in the OR and I worked a lot with a lot of body fluids and so I was an exceptionally germ conscious person. Didn't really like to shake hands. Like at church when they would say, hey, greet your neighbor, I would like hide, go to the bathroom so that I wouldn't have to shake anybody's hand. I know, terrible. But I'm the opposite now. It's like COVID woke me up and I decided, uh, no, I am not going to fear germs. I'm just not going to. It was literally a conscious decision that I made and I would shake as many hands as I could and give as many hugs as I could. And that's that. Because we were created for community. Jesus didn't hide from the lepers or make sick people feel like outcasts. That's not what we're supposed to do. I hope this helps you. I hope that you, gosh, I have so much I want to say, but I'm going to cut it off now. And I hope that this uh, gives you some resources. Please look up some of these doctors. Look up Yvette Lozano and what she's doing. Look up Dr. McCullough. Look up Dr. Zelenko. They're very high profile. Not on the media, but you can find them anywhere else. <laughs> Search on DuckDuckGo or something. I promise the information's out there and readily available. You just got to shut off the television and MSM. So thank you, Freedom Defenders, for being here. With the right information and a unified voice, we can make a difference. Thanks for listening. Please leave a rating wherever you download podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you never miss a future episode of the Defending Freedom podcast.